Welcome to the Born and Raised Audio Experience. Presented by Onyx. What's up, podcast listeners? Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of the Born and Raised Audio Experience. Pretty stoked to share with you our beers with bro. And what it was during COVID and all the quarantine time, we got on YouTube, did some YouTube lives with some family and friends, took some questions from the audience. So it's a bunch of Q&A, but all in all, just a fun time hanging out and talking elk hunting, talking the outdoors, anything and everything. So we got about six episodes for you coming at you. And uh, just really excited to share these with you. Want to thank again Onyx Hunt for bringing this podcast to you. If you guys have not yet downloaded that app, go ahead and do so. Use promo code BRO at checkout. Save yourself 20% and get ready to navigate in the backcountry with your phone, GPS in hand. Pretty awesome system and uh, highly encourage you to go check it out if you haven't. So with that, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Okay, Troy says we're live. We're live. <laughs> I'm all in. Guys, today's kind of a special one. Uh, we're we're having the whole Fisher family. As 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 crazy as this is going to be, um, it's it's this is something I've actually been waiting for for a long time. So I'm excited about it. Hope you guys have some awesome questions. And just like mm-hmm. always, just ring in with your questions, and Troy's going to kind of give them to us as they come in. And so we'll try to get to as many as we can. But um, anyway, so Dad, Austin, Trevor. Quiet. Yeah. Welcome. 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 Austin, he's got the tiki torches in the back bath background there. Just hey, you know, if this doesn't go well, I'll extinguish one of those torches for you. Okay. <laughs> I'm probably gonna come over there myself and just the tribe has spoken. <laughs> the tribe has spoken. <laughs> I'm not afraid. I'll do it. What do you I seen some PBRs there? Is that what we got going on? Yeah, you know, get a blue ribbon with every can. So you can't wrong. Dad, the old school vintage, uh, old school BV, BV, and and the old school photo behind you. That was uh, the whole the whole fam damnly. See that? Look at that! Look at that! First question that I have, Dad. Who's your favorite son? First question I just had. That's me. me. Boy, the weather is getting, it's getting really rainy out here right now. Oh, it, depends, it actually depends on the day. I'll let you know about the time we, we uh, tune off. I've got a delete button right here, so I, 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 I imagine I. Oh, we're we're losing connection. We're losing connection here. No. Uh, no. Um, so, Austin, throat punch thirty-four. You kind of went silent there yeah. for a while. You got to give the people what they want. Where, where's the I know, I know. Well, I was working every single day, all day, and it just, it's hard to really be happy about posting when you're just at work all day. And you're not supposed to have a phone out for one. So you kind of got to be sneaky about it. But <laughs> true, true or not true? Safety I mean, first. Safety true first. True or not yeah. true? Did you actually cut cardboard cutouts in your crane to black out the windows so no one could watch you watching movies? Is that true or false? <laughs> That's absolutely <laughs> true. <laughs> but name it out. Yeah, yeah. You got to wow. get the cardboard. You got to get the good tape so it doesn't come off with the it's heat. Tough. Oh, yeah. You got to. It's, it's an ordeal. <laughs> the struggle is real okay a lot you know, of potential, it's not easy to watch netflix a lot, <laughs> a lot of potential employers just left the conversation i just love how he backed up his last thing hard to post when they don't allow you out of phone at work <laughs> well uh, you can you mentioned kind of get it on there and then you kind of just watch out the corner you don't really touch the phone you just set it up and let it let it do its thing so netflix you don't have uh, to touch it Trent, you mentioned Throat Punch 34. Uh, back in the day, I believe you picked the, the number 34 for your age. I don't want to talk about The viewer needs to know us. And it, yeah. that was correct. That was your intention, right? 
that could have happened to anybody for one. Didn't didn't we find out later uh, that you actually weren't 34 years old? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true too. Yeah. Gosh, what is this here? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shots fired. Shots fired. That is priceless. Yeah. <laughs> you got me. Okay. Take down the roadblocks. <laughs> oh man. Hey dad, I got some I got some stuff. Uh just some questions and stuff as far as maybe just the heritage, as far as when you got into hunting. Um Talk maybe just a little bit about that, like growing up a little bit and how you got into hunting to where you pass it on to us. Well, I started out just shooting a recurve at a pretty young age back in the early 70s. Well, actually a little bit before that. And uh, it just developed from there. I just got my first compound. And, and when I started hunting, I was really successful right off. and. It, I was hooked right from the beginning. You know. Copy. I was. I was too. <laughs> okay. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but then after you did the compound, you never went back to the recurve at all, did you? You know, I didn't. I I end up here a while back. I have a a longbow that I've been shooting. I'd I'd like to. I wouldn't mind shooting tradition a little bit, but I don't know. I'm getting getting too old to change in my ways you know yeah no, well, didn't, that's, didn't grandpa used to shoot recurve yeah, yeah my dad did and he was he was a heck of a shot he got hurt in the woods when i was eight years old and he couldn't shoot a bow anymore he got paralyzed but um he i think that's mainly he kind of got me into it and, and then when i i started getting you boys into it at an early age and i knew that wasn't long you guys were hooked you know so well, i remember our first bow was a little red little red recurve bow yeah uh, it went to all it three bear. Year. well yeah they were, go ahead dad sir they were um we started i think i started you out with some little myrtle limbs and well, the wooden made, ones first yeah made made your own bow and and um just went from there and just wanted to see if it developed and just see if you guys would enjoy it or not but we used to go to quite a few shoots i don't know if you remember all of them but well that was my next question as far as it's kind of a claim to fame that you have that you guys kind of started the first archery shoots honestly not just around here but almost anywhere there'd be people from portland coming down and and a lot of different people that came down and uh the, the cool story that i i love is you guys would make the targets out of cardboard and then glue them together a bunch of pieces of cardboard and then draw a whole size elk or deer on them and cut them out with a chainsaw or jigsaw wouldn't you yeah we would we would glue several big pieces together so we could just make it 3d we would stick like we had a big black panther and we put it up in a tree and we would um put b black carpet on it and in it we made them as real as, you know, they look pretty good. We kind of had a couple artists in the bunch, you know, and right. we did a lot of hole plugging, but they'd only make it about one shoot. And then we would blow right through them and have to be working on them again. So until they started coming out with, you know, the ones we have, they've really been advanced this day and age, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We've got a ton of questions coming in, and thank you guys so much for, for doing the questions. We're going to try to get to as many as we can, so keep your answers. Uh, try not to uh, go too long on this. Um, first one here, Karen Hardgrave. Any of the wives involved in the hunting? Uh, I Trevor could answer. Dad. Yeah, Trevor and Dad. Yeah, I could answer that. I got my wife, Becca, involved um, two years ago and she just she loves it i mean we're, we're hunting together you know we're, we're already we're planning our next hunt right now and my wife's been she's been hunting deer a lot a lot of years with me with a rifle for black-tailed deer um she's killed maybe five five bucks some nice ones um, too yeah she's a good she's a better shot than we are actually. yeah 
she's a sniper. Yeah. 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 And Raylene, awesome. Raylene's killed some bucks too. No. We we went out a couple times. Apparently I'm a terrible teacher. <laughs> so we we went out a few times and had some close calls, but never really got it done. So my wife was saying, shoot it, shoot it, shoot it. <laughs> it, was a, it was a little bit like there's one, shoot it, shoot it, shoot it. And she's trying to find it in the scope and it's pouring down rain. And I'm just <laughs> kind of got too excited and i needed to just calm down a little bit yeah so but we've had some fun copy my wife cheeks uh she's been hunting with us a few different times but she's she's not not too into it so which is which is fine so but she likes eating meat which awesome so we uh we eat a lot of elk and stuff like that so my wife Uh, loves cooking it so i love that (laughs) uh lucas hall have you guys talked about doing a trip to alaska for moose or bear a lot we've talked about it a lot yeah Yeah, i would i'm looking to win the lottery someday or yeah or wish maybe the wish upon a star foundation or something (laughs) (laughs) i keep waiting for ed mcmahon to knock on my door but i don't see it gotta have a boat you play on the sweepstakes no, right. is that your retirement plan it really is yeah got a lot no, of eggs in that basket that's an iou oh man uh matthew allen outdoors do you guys hunt in east eastern oregon for elk we may me and dad may. did one time yeah we we may this year yeah yeah we know I've been on it's been a while because a lot of people like to watch the Roosevelt stuff. So we usually kind of, when we're in Oregon, we kind of home towards the Roosevelt side of things. But uh, things might be changing here this year. There might be some uh, some Eastern Oregon hunts. Hopefully, some really really good ones too. So we'll see. We, we all have a lot of points, and we're looking to cash in. So yeah. speaking of points, today was a rough day for the uh, born and raised outdoors. Oh. Cody never yeah. drew his uh, his Wyoming tag, so oh, uh, no. yeah, painful. Heartbreak. So I believe he put in for the the million dollar special draw too, didn't he? Oh yeah, 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 Jeez. yeah, yeah. No go. So here's a That's good a one, good. and uh, let's try to speed things up. If we can just think of some certain memories here, um, what's the best Fisher family hunting memory each one of us have? I, I I guess I would think Austin, Austin's elk was uh, pretty memorable. I mean, we never laughed so hard. My, yeah. Yeah, that was my, my favorite for sure. Copy. That was fun. <laughs> Why, what's yours? Uh, He's real talkative. It's probably when we went, it was the first time that I went bow hunting with you. And we were in the sick timber, and that bull came in. I was back like 15 yards from you, and he came in <laughs> so close that we could hear him breathing. And I was raking with Uncle Cody, and that was probably my most memorable. <laughs> I remember I shot the bull, and it runs out there. It takes off, and it was just getting dark, and Wyatt was pretty scared, weren't you? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I had one of those moments when, when Dad took me when I was a little boy with him and Ed, and he goes, you stay right here, because he knew I would screw it up stepping on a limb or something. And, you still do. And I, I swear he was gone for <laughs> – probably a minute or two and i felt like it was an hour <laughs> i got just so worried that they weren't ever going to come back oh um, man no that's it uh my one of my favorite was dad and i going to work that morning and when you shot that big six point that was that was pretty cool just how that was that was pretty exciting yeah. that was exciting that was exciting so um Austin, yeah, you already Austin, you already commented. You're you're good. You're good. I, I had a memorable one for all the wrong reasons. When I looking back when I was 13 years old and got that mule deer with dad and uh, you're gonna pick on that, me for that, aren't you? That that big buck. Well, I was looking at pictures of that the other day and I I was in MC hammer pants that were, <laughs> were like bright pink. 100 <laughs> percent 
Hey, gosh, almost, it was brutal. I almost died in MC Hammer pants one time, remember? <laughs> I was dying my hair, my hair tonight looks like I'm vanilla ice, so, you know. Yeah, What are you going to do? Some things never change. I was going to repost that picture, but I was afraid they'd shut down our Instagram account, so. <laughs> it probably double, probably double the viewers. Uh, Cody Vanalstein. Uh, who's the better elk caller, Trent or Trevor? Probably Trevor. No, probably Trent. Um, Casey Hunter. Trent, can you recap where you were at and the feelings you had when your son shot his bear? Uh, that is the highlight of my spring content. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you so much, Casey. Um, the cool thing about what, what we have, um, and that's kind of what this whole episode is kind of about, you know, family, right? And not only is Trevor and Austin and, you know, Steve is part of our family. Cody is part of our family. We have an extended family as well, but you know, as you guys have seen a lot of our content, we're pretty family oriented and um, it was cool as a dad and as a father, there's a certain amount of pride, I think for every single step, you know, that either your son or your daughter or whoever takes. And, and I think that, you know, it was awesome that they got to be there. I, I, I've been there on his first steps. I've been there on his first you know, Buck, I've been there on a lot of firsts. And um, anyway, that they were there on his first bear, it's something that's special and it's special to him as well. And so I, I wasn't bummed. I mean, yeah, I'm always bummed because I'm not there on, you know, for something for anybody. But at the same time, I thought it was pretty cool that we have a, such a family and such a tight knit group that it was just a uh, second nature to totally just be totally okay with them taking them out and doing that. So I was on a different hunt. Um, they actually called me on the phone that night right after white called me on the phone right after he killed it and um anyway so got to talk to him it was it was pretty cool but special it was a special special moment for i think everybody involved hey Oz. so when he asks us a question he, he cuts us off and says keep it short and then he goes on and yeah. releases a whole novel with three that. parts <laughs> i could have elaborated I, I, I literally i'm pretty sure i saw him glance at his little notebook that he has and okay go back and keep answering yeah, yeah. <laughs> see yeah there it is yeah, you know, what? Right, I just let's realized. keep it going, guys. If you're new, if you're just tuning in, if the shenanigans are going on, uh, if you have any questions, we're gonna try to get, we're gonna try to get to all of them. But uh, I'm just gonna just start pouring through them. I, I don't think the white notes are gonna. Happen, so, so. The tribe's gonna kick Austin off way before that. Well, <laughs> Chase, I'm thinking about you know, doing. You know what I just. Auto. <laughs> I'm thinking totally about doing my first Colorado cut this fall. Um, I'm not sure if I want to do archery or rifle, though. I hear it will be easier for archery season. Could you help me decide? It depends if you're a good shot or not. Dad? Um, <laughs> it's a tough question. You yeah, know, so I, I, I would answer by just go ahead, Dad. Are you, you got something? I would pick up that bow and shoot it a while and just see if you've got the confidence to make that shot. You know, I mean, if you can put a group of 30 yards in there pretty tight and, uh, but it's not a slam dunk. I mean, you, you could go out there and hunt hard for three years and never get a shot at something. You know I mean? It, it's yeah. Uh, yeah. whatever you, I will say, just as much as important as shooting really good at 30 yards is being able to, to, to make a bugle sound. Yep. Um, if you can do those two things, get to where you can make a bugle sound of some sort, it doesn't have to be perfect, and then get to where you could shoot a group at 40, um, then you have a, a good shot at making something happen in a bow season. I, I went elk hunting with the rifle my first year ever. Um, and I would say have quite a bit of quote unquote elk knowledge. And last year I felt like it was my first year ever hunting because it was a totally different way of hunting an elk and finding an elk and killing an elk. Um, and I will tell you, I will tell you, I had a rifle in my hands and it wasn't easy. Just <laughs> what was that? Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah, I got 
I got oh, into the Hunger Games there for a minute. Yeah, I yeah. What's going on, Austin? I think Austin's house is burning down. I'm not real sure what's going on. <laughs> Austin was sending up a smoke signal that I might. You know, it seemed out. like a really good idea to sit out here by the campfire until the wind just changed and I couldn't see anything. Uh, oh right. man, uh, Nate from Life Outdoors. Nate, miss you, brother. Um, Anyway, old loggers are like regular 20-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> I love that man. I haven't even met him yet. <laughs> um, Stefan Mork, the throat punch lose his Carhartt sponsor. What's going on? <laughs> uh, that, I heard that was, pretty, that was a pretty lucrative deal for you, wasn't it, Oz? Still yes, <laughs> he still got it. Oh, I love it. Still got it. Never change. <laughs> yeah, I'm still working on that. Oh, yeah. I figured you probably were. Yeah. One post Apparently, every six months. I'm sure you'll have it, Austin. You have to post a lot more. I don't know. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you want to yeah. work 40 hours a week. That's yeah. right. <laughs> You know, one hit wonders, they got a record deal too. All right. The tribe is spoken. Daniel Roberts, what is it like from Wyatt's perspective on his bear hunt experience? A lot of bear hunt questions, Wyatt. Yeah. Take it, take What's it up, Daniel? Um well when I on that bear hunt, it was really like I didn't really know what to expect because I've never really, I've never done a lot of bear hunting and I've never really seen many bears out in the wilderness. And uh, so we were just walking along glass and then coming back to the one spot and Steve looked up and seen that bear. And I got, I got excited, but like I, I tried to stay as calm as I was or as calm as I could be before uh, I took the shot. And so I was trying to stay calm, but it's like sometimes hard to stay calm, especially when you're seeing a big bear or, well, <laughs> I didn't really know what kind of size bear it was at the time. It really, I didn't uh, either. It turns out it was giant. Yeah, it, it did look bear. pretty small. And so I got it in the scope and it weighed for the right position and stayed calm and then pulled squeeze trigger nice and easy and that's when I got excited and got um I was really excited and I wasn't I mean I was bummed that dad wasn't there but I was glad that I was with Uncle Trevor and Uncle Steve and glad that they were there. It was good to hunt, you know not to make this sound like offensive, but it was good to hunt without Kind of you there to learn. You're sleeping outside. He sure. told me. He told me <laughs> sleeping outside. He didn't want you there, Trent. Uh, I didn't want to say anything. But... <laughs> what? I, I completely understand. I completely understand. Uh, <laughs> really moment when you said, one, said, you know, it was good. Uh, good he wasn't there. It was really good. No, <laughs> right I mean, a passage. Right a passage. Right. Yeah. I think, I think, you know, I think Wyatt sees it the same way. He's, uh, he's excited, I think, to hunt with your uncle and stuff like that, too. So, Oh man, uh, Toby Weaver, Trent, do you ever miss cutting timber and being in the woods every single day? There, I will say, <laughs> there are days. There are days that I that I it, it, there's something about cutting trees that you can do a work all day. And all of us, everybody on this screen, minus Wyatt, he's obviously has cut timber once, uh, once or twice in their lives, and so for a for a full time job. So it's you know, there's something to being able to look back and see what you did that day and and the pride of that and then the pride of the job that you get done. Yeah. But um, what I do now is I, I love what I do now, getting to do this and possibly influence people to do something that they didn't think that maybe they could do or something. It's uh, man, this is a true blessing. So and dad, you're still cut trees today. Yeah. Forty about 40 years now sawing trees down i know my favorite day of cutting was when you showed up and it was blowing about 40 mile an hour and you didn't have to feel guilty for taking the day off <laughs> 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 everybody's got their favorites 
<laughs> too windy. Let's better just head home. Better bail. <laughs> what are we gonna do today? That day where you sit in the pickup and just drink coffee and just chat for about an hour and then go, well, I guess we'll just go on home. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little little windy. Let's just get it out of here. The the wife really loves that too. When you go home and you put that big zero down on that uh, on that yeah. calendar, the they old time that. card. Yeah, that's why you blame it on your cutting partner. Yeah, good call. He broke down before we even got there. I don't know what happened. Been the worst partner I've ever had. (laughs) (laughs) There's ways around that. Yeah. So Craig writes in. Not invited over to the house. Hey, T-Baller, huge fanatic of the bro family. Just curious if Trent would embrace the nickname Triple T or Turkey Time Trent, which is still Triple T. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, I miss you. Can't wait. We're going to do some some bear hunting here in just a couple days, so I cannot wait wait to see that guy. So... uh, yeah, if you guys are just joining us, uh, if you guys got some questions for us, throw down some questions and uh, we'll try to get them answered as many as we can, guys, here in just in the next while. So, uh, uh, I just realized my hat looks like that guy on Tiger King's hat. <laughs> uh, I was looking at it. It looks like the looks like the guy who walks around the forest and goes here. <laughs> He does. He does. <laughs> What's his pepper bottle? <laughs> oh, you know it's a tree by the way it is, or whatever. I don't. Know. I love you it. don't know what I'm talking about, Oz. Is he squatch hunting? I don't know. Oh my goodness! No, he's not hitting any trees or anything. I'm gonna send it to you. Oh, okay. We're done with this. I mean, I've done a little squatch hunting in my time, but. Tony Tony Casto asks, "What lake are you guys boogie boarding on in the picture, Dad?" Actually, that is, if you can see it all there, um, that is Lakeside, um, not too far out of Coos Bay, Oregon. Ten Mile Lake. So that's where Austin's at too. Ten Mile Lake. Yeah, that's where I and live. Yeah, North Lake. Um. Okay, a couple more that questions. Was like, that was like three or four years ago. There, yeah, <laughs> your kid, kid aged pretty fast. Yeah, that, that's me yeah. there in the yellow life jacket. I'm, hold, full I'm, I'm, act, I'm actually holding Austin's, oh. board, Austin's board down. The tip of it started raring up, and we wanted to get the photo with all of us. What? What? what face how planted. long ago was that? You think, <laughs> Austin? What are you? Probably. Austin looks like he's about seven. Seven yeah. or eight. Austin's probably eight years probably. old in that picture. Is that yeah, 30 I'm sure years he ago? Could almost swim. Jeez, I'm not that old, Trent. No, <laughs> I'm... <laughs> I know. Well, I was throat punch 34 when I was actually 33. So right now, I think I'm wrong. Uh... <laughs> Carry the two. <laughs> Could have happened to anybody, uh, all right? Yeah, I'm 35 now, so it was probably about 28 years ago, 27 years ago. Hey, Trevor. Trevor, I had to get a concealed weapons permit because of of those guns I was wearing there on my arms. They're back. (laughs) 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 And with that, he had to leave. I, love it. Yeah. I missed. I missed everything. I all I heard was Trevor. Oh, yeah. You had to check yourself before you wreck yourself. Yeah, <laughs> you did. Oh man, yeah, um, I'm so upset that I just missed that. Wapiti Wack asks: When you're hunting with a bow, what's each of your maximum shot distance on elk? We're gonna not allow Austin to weigh in on this one. So, uh... <laughs> well, you know, a lot, a lot, a lot depends on that question. Is he fronting you? Full frontal or is he side? Well, is that, that there's a lot of, a lot of variables per, there. Or is yeah. that first shot? Or is that a wounded animal? I'm guessing he wants first shot. I'm guessing first shot. I have a sliding scale. 
Yeah. My, I, my, I'll, I'll start. I'll start it off. We're kind of getting a little jaw locked here, I guess. Uh, mine is 60 <laughs> yards. So I have a sliding, yeah. uh, sliding pin bracket, but uh, it goes 20 through 60 and then I can slide my site. But uh, 60 yards for an initial shot for me is the longest. That, yeah. yeah, I think the longest one I that I shot and killed was 63 yards. I don't, I don't shoot really over 60 really. I, I feel a little more comfortable Here we a little go. farther than that. 97.2. <laughs> you know, I yeah. shot Bigfoot one time at 101 yards at an archery shoot. So you're pretty <laughs> consistent. Good. Yeah, you know. He's about oh, 13 yeah. feet tall, and I hit him in the armpit. So I'd say I'm ready to shoot that every time. <laughs> and in Austin's, in Austin's defense, there's an artery up there. There's <laughs> there is, yeah. Yeah, it's sort of it just bleeder. I'd say it depends on bleeder. how much you practice. Yeah. Um, so Ooh. Indian Flatlander old man <laughs> weighs in, says, uh, going on my first time elk hunting in Colorado this year. Do you carry a sidearm for bear and what caliber if you do? Mm. I have before. I carried bear spray when I was in Montana. I'm always trying to decide bear spray versus a pistol in grizzly country. And I think next year I'm going to carry a pistol after watching all those uh, grizzly bear attacks in, uh, what was it, Montana yeah. last year. There was several of them that said that they attacked and then later they attacked, you know, and I think I would use my entire spray within the first 10 seconds and then what are you going to do yeah, yeah. If, no there if, was you another, mi if you miss if you miss I, with the spray you know so i, I guess yeah. there was another attack i heard uh just this last week or um in wyoming um guy shed horn hunting yeah i, I read that too yeah might so, be wise to do both pack bear spray and a gun a weapon yeah you know? we've we've rarely honestly we've rarely hunted in in grizzly bear country just a few different times we have and and I've always packed a gun, um, but yeah, the bear spray, uh, statistically, they say the bear spray does a better deterrent than the gun, um, but I don't know. There's something about Statistics having... say you're more likely to die on the way to the airport than actually in the flight. <laughs> 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 I got a cousin of mine while I had this cousin. <laughs> uh, would you rather put your head up the bowl's butt or just eat uh, <laughs> Thanks, Lord. Look at a T-bone by sticking your head up the bowl's butt. you Austin, what are you, you drinking in that can? Oh, PBR. You get a blue ribbon with every can. Cool. Yeah, people have been asking too uh, what we've been drinking. What? What do you got? Uh, I don't have. Thought it. you had some. No. Um, didn't you have some root beer? Mm -mm. Well, I used to have some root beer until I went left the house for a little bit, and a bear came in and ripped the fridge off my porch and drank all the root beer. It could have happened to anybody. <laughs> Literally, drank yeah. it all. Dad, what do you got? What's that? What are you drinking? I got black velvet and orange juice actually right now. Trevor, uh, I'm doing a little Buffalo Trace. This isn't all Buffalo Trace, but yeah, there's some. Copy, <laughs> copy, copy. Hanging, hanging out with my brothers. <laughs> Pour it a little extra heavy. <laughs> get through the hard, get through the hard times. Rumature, <laughs> rumature. Hayden Abel says, what do you all think of long range? Hey, Hayden, how's it going, buddy? Um, what do you guys think of long range muzzleloaders? Mm. Never right. shot them. I mean, I've shot a muzzleloader, but never a long range one. They're, they're not legal to hunt with in Oregon, and so I haven't spent any time playing around with them. Copy. They got muzzleloaders now. I think that can reach out to almost 1,000 yards from what I've heard. It's crazy. Holy yeah. cow. Crazy. I don't have any... Yeah. Wow. Experience with them. Copy that. Uh, hunt to remember outdoors. Solo hunting. Solo hunting mainly with a bow. Once you get a bull coming in, are you better off raking or calling to get him to commit? 
Both. I would say raking will close that extra distance if they're hanging up. Not me. But I don't know. It's dad. It depends on the elk. I would I would say both too, and I would just say it depends on how how brush it is, what you can get away with. Sometimes really really tearing up something really helps a lot. I mean, but what if you're not a very good caller? Rape. <laughs> well, yeah, so my, so my answer would be, you know, as far as every elk has a personality of its own and, and if whatever you started out with to get him to respond to you, I would keep with it, whether, whether yeah. it's breaking and breaking sticks or whether it's uh, cow calling or whether it's bugling or chuckling, I would stay with whatever has been working up till that point to get him to commit to the, to the, uh, to the shot to get in within bow range, so. You get every, every elk is different. I mean, it is weird that like you can bugle and bugle and bugle sometimes and an elk won't respond. But if you put a chuckle with it, he'll respond to it or something. So it just yeah. scenario to scenario, everyone's totally different. So, um, Trent could sell ketchup popsicles to a woman in white gloves. And by the way, we have a website, website Matthew Allen Outdoors, uh, bornandraisedoutdoors.com. If you go on there right now. Oh, uh, speaking so. of that, do you guys want to see something sweet that I just made? Oh, my God. Oh, I'd love to. Stored? I went to the warehouse. This Sorry, Trent, cool. but I, I made a couple. Look at this. Boom. Yep. Can't really see it. Can't see it very well. It's a gray hat Jeez. with a born and raised uh, stacked patch. It looks yeah, like but it's all, but it's way cooler than anything you own. Serious. <laughs> I gotta I order turn some more uh, rope punch hats for you. <laughs> 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 I mean, I'm just saying. I remember the first sales that you that. got in Portland off of, the, off of the throat punch hats, Austin. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I felt a little bit like Tommy Boy trying to sell people. <laughs> Look at that one. Oh. No, but it's, it's your bowl. It's your bowl. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that was fun. Yeah, yeah, that, was, that was a good time. Um, do you guys yeah. use trail cameras in Oregon? Matt Kelly made yeah, one of those too. Sorry about your bad luck. Wow. Yeah. Put that in your pack. Yeah. That's my bad. Go yeah. ahead. What? Me? Trail yeah. camera? Anybody. Yeah. Um, no, I have one in the front yard once remember. in a while, but no, um, I don't use many trail cameras. My oh. buddy where I uh, deer hunt, he uses them and puts them out and then he sends me pictures of where we in our general vicinity where we deer hunt and it's cool to see what's going through there and it's kind of crazy when one year we saw three cougars like a week before season we were seeing a whole bunch of bucks on and then we just saw three cougars and then we didn't see any deer the week before season it was crazy <laughs> just oh great yeah that was you know cool oh kind of let you know oh. what did it yeah, exactly. Um, all right, Trent, how do you do the backcountry hunting training? I am in shape. I am an in-shape guy like yourself. I appreciate that, bud. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> what are we, drop liver? You and must have a real, like a narrow TV. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> and, find, and find I got my legs, just want some advice to work towards. So, yeah. I'll tell you what, PBR. <laughs> <laughs> what Dude. I like to do is 12-ounce wow. curls. It really gets your arms in shape. <laughs> do they? <laughs> oh, man. No, it was definitely easier when I was cutting timber, as Dad can attest to, as far as when you're out there every single day and hiking around, it definitely, uh, definitely a lot easier. But now I do have to work out. I've been working out a lot lately as far as, yeah, I, uh, yeah, it's, it's a, it's an ongoing deal. It's no fun. I, I don't have as much fun working out anymore. That's for darn sure. But anyway, 
just uh, trying to get in shape for this next season. And um, I just do some hiking of hills. I uh, put some weight in a pack. I go bicycle, stuff like that. So that's that's all I do. I don't do anything. Trevor Scott, I also have two trainers full-time. No, Trevor Scott trainers. Full-time. Yeah, full-time. Well, Steve and I both, uh, we went like in together and got some training a couple of times a week and ramped it up right before season with uh, on a treadmill. We put this mask on that took away our oxygen to a certain extent to mimic what it's like at altitude up to, I believe it was like 13 or 14,000 feet and exercised at that for like up to a half hour each time to try to build up red blood cells, which carry more oxygenated blood, um, give you more energy. And it definitely helped yeah. for me. And I think Steve would we say kinda, it helped for him too. So We kind of do the same thing. You want red blood cells and I just buy a case of Red Bull and put it in the truck. And, <laughs> uh, it, you know, it amps me up right before I have to tomato, go. Hike, tomato, tomato, tomato. Yeah. Yeah, it gives me wings. It gives, it gives me wings. <laughs> oh, no, I did a podcast with a couple guys, Mike and Ryan, and uh, they're starting a whole new um, kind of to get in shape in the world. Back. They're starting a training outfit kind of thing. Once he, once, uh, once they get their stuff and website established, I'll definitely share it with you guys. They have a ton of knowledge on that kind of stuff. So, uh, who is the bully? Laura Marcy says, who is the bully hey, Laura, Trent, easy. Uh, of the boys? It's definitely a Trent. Tough love. Oh, everyone goes quiet. Oh. Did your phones die? That's our yeah. mother. I was going to say, why? Up, yeah. <laughs> why, why it's pretty, pretty bullyish. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Real mean. Look at him. Uh, <laughs> Just a killer. Just a killer. Uh, Nate again. Which one of the boys killed a bull first? I think probably I did. Trevor did, didn't you, Trev? Trevor, uh, probably. I think so. I was a spike. <laughs> Trevor, Trevor is the oldest. I, I, if it, yeah, it goes Trevor, then me, and then Austin, if anybody's wondering. More mature. Yeah, and who was that? Austin. Who was that that was just dumbfounded the other day? But I'm definitely the most mature. I mean, the oldest. Um, <laughs> yeah, the oldest. But not <laughs> You're the closest to the grave. Yeah. <laughs> and by that, you mean the wisest. I get that. I don't know. I <laughs> uh, will see. Um, okay. Um, Nick Olson says, after seeing everyone side by side, what age did Trevor find out that he was adopted? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What the hell? Oh, Nick, I love you. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Oh, I love it. It's because love I haven't it. seen my mom. There you go, right there. Blame that gal right there. Blame That's what she said. Good looking one. <laughs> Um, okay. <laughs> Stefan Mork says, how many times did Pops put the boys in boxing gloves because he was tired of you guys bickering? <laughs> <laughs> you know, actually <laughs> they got you? along they got along pretty good. Most you know, I've seen kids beat themselves half to death, but um they got Didn't along. Trent good. break Austin's arm one time? Yeah, yes, he did. He had it. Okay. He had it. <laughs> yes, he did. They got along, yeah. they got along pretty good. Threw me <laughs> off the front porch and then dived on me body just el elbow people's elbow right on me austin yeah, that I was, was back when it, that was back in the wwf <laughs> not the wwe buddy he doesn't buy hard cool. there's always blood on his lips yeah uh, <laughs> you said shoe-in okay we didn't throw the flag you got a five-yard penalty for that body slam austin Illegal, yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lucy Bell Belwa. 
Why are you having a rug made out of that giant beastie bear you got? Uh, no. Uh, it was like, it was really expensive to have a rug made. So I'm just going to have, uh, or Steve's having the skull boiled for me. And uh, I'm going to get a mount thing and I'm going to hang it up on my wall probably. Awesome. I just I just got those uh, sausages back. Why don't I have some for you? Okay. Are they good? They're amazing. Yeah. That's awesome. Who did those for you? Uh, Dan Draper. Yeah. He, it's yeah. uh it's smoked sausage. It's about uh one inch uh, around and it has sharp cheddar cheese in it. Cool. And uh, some jalapenos. It's amazing. Super good. good. Yeah. Why do you like jalapenos? Uh, sometimes. Okay. They tear me apart sometimes. Good. Your dad won't get to eat any then. No, I, I can deal with it. I can deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jesse Gardner. Hey, Jess. Oh, man. Hi, Michigan. Jess. Um, any suggestions on an entry-level camera for filming? Trevor, you talk about our entry-level camera. Uh, I mean, what we always say is don't let the type of camera or how fancy it is or how expensive it is prevent you from hitting the record button. Whatever it is, if it records video nowadays, use it. And, you know, like an iPhone, for example, you can use your phone, just turn it sideways and hit record. And that'll get you by for a lot of it. I mean, we use our iPhones to get phone scope footage now. And uh, you can buy a few hundred dollar camera and it'll work. It doesn't have to be anything fancy. Well, the honest, one, yeah, the honest part about it, Trevor, is like your iPhone. Trevor, Trevor took a school loan out. If you haven't listened to this podcast or heard this before, it's a great story. Anyway, took a school loan out anywhere to get the to get our first camera but your iphone's better than that now it's our better iphone is way better than our yeah. first several cameras we bought for um the first part of born and raised for sure yeah yeah, yeah. so bottom line austin camera wise give us your best input uh you know i would go with the x3000 but a phone works you know i'm good either way <laughs> Is the X uh, right now? If, that, if you guys are looking for, I, I guarantee like a there's a camera, camera out there that is an XP three thousand. I guarantee oh, it. Oh, wow. it might be animal. shooting from the tip, but I know it's there. Good call. Oh, look at uh, that. To be precise, we're using we got, the Sony. The Sony A sixty five hundred is what a lot of this is the future Carhartt of America. Right oh wow! Oh, are those just new prototypes out there? Not even not even available. Yeah, to buy. It's a, it, you know, it's a win it before you can buy a weekend. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So Jesse. Anything that you can do to film, if you want to film, just get what you can afford. But, uh, yeah. Uh, Matt Waldrop, Trent, were you a firefighter? I saw your tattoo. Yeah, I was a firefighter for a few years, actually. I went to fire science school and, um, anyway, went down that path. And then, it's, yeah, long story. I've done some podcasts about it and stuff like that. But uh, got back into cutting trees, and then I cut trees up until I did this full time about three years ago. So, love. He's also a ballerina if you watch his hunting videos. That's <laughs> and he wore a cape. <laughs> Which goes back to that other question. I work out. I'm, you know, you know what I mean. I mean, yeah. <laughs> this year he's yeah. probably gonna wear a tutu. Okay. I hope. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Goodness gracious. Um, Trent Sunfins. Sandfender, good name, good name, strong name. Uh, what type of steel and a knife blade do you look for when purchasing one? That's a good, good question. One. That's a great question. I'm sorry, guys, but it just started pouring down rain on me outside. <laughs> <laughs> the tribe has spoken. Hey, you know, chopping out. You know, guys. Hey, you're better than that, Austin. Stay in there. 
Oh, Trevor, I'm hanging in. I'm not scared. Trevor, knife blade. Sorry, my earphones are cutting out. Okay. Stand by. Copy. So, so uh, Trent, <laughs> to answer your question, goodness gracious. Hello. Yeah, I'm we're back. still here, Trev. Yep. What's the question? Knife blades. Uh, not, what, what kind of knife blade do you look for? You're the one that said it was a good question. How the heck do you not know what it was? You got a number. I, I cut out there for a second. Austin, That's it my... is what it is, bud. Austin, what that... are you doing? You look like Mary Poppins. <laughs> <laughs> it's even got the U on it. All right. Who does that these days? Wow. Goodness gracious. So as far as yeah. Trevor's not answering, as far as knife blade goes, so so we work with Benchmade and there's a different hardens of steel and uh, that we use. So the altitude that we've used in the past that we gave away those knives, that was S90V. So it's a super, super hard, hard steel. And um, a lot of the other knives that we use are S30V. They're a softer steel, uh, a little bit easier to dull, but also easier to sharpen as well. So it's it just get yourself a knife that you can keep a good edge on. Uh, I mean, that's, that's the big thing about it is for an, you, you have to have a sharp, sharp knife. And the less that you work, the less you have to push on the knife. I mean, it's just, you know, regular knife 101. So the less you have to sharpen it, the better the sharper you keep it the better so i would yeah. say uh as far as one of the most valuable things that i learned with uh knives and blades and sharpening is to never go too long without just hitting it just a few times um, and never let that blade get past that happy medium where you can just hit it a couple times and it's back to its razor edge because once it gets to that point, then it takes a long time to get the blade back in. So what you'll see us do when you break down an elk, even though it's a brand new blade, factory sharp, we'll touch it up three swipes on each side every five, 10 minutes. And, and that way it stays razor sharp. And we've gone back and forth with the, the two styles, what like Trent said, the S90V and the S30V, this one, is S30. Oh, Jesus. I hate you. Creepers. I hate you. Oh, uh, do you want to see the blade, Trent? It's uh, awesome. I mean, the it's like a one of one of none, and obviously, yeah, Trevor has it. So, yeah, that, I, I liked it a lot anyway. Yeah, but yeah. that's my EDC or everyday carry. Wow, how come yeah. Trevor gets all the good knives, Trent? Yeah, no, hey, yeah, I'm, a I'm a collector. Yeah, he's a collector. Yeah. I, I gave my knife to the Bear Hunt winners this last weekend. I don't even cool. have an AD right now. And Trevor's carrying around probably three of them, you know. So that's, yeah. Actually, that's actually no, I, I actually gave my knife away to when I was down in Mexico. I thought and I so just saw I, I bought this one. <laughs> the cartel. You didn't bought that one. <laughs> the well, cartel. Yeah. Let's yeah, tell this one. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 it's not a good time. Oh man. Matt Helmick says that my favorite great. line in a bro video came from Trevor when he killed a spike. The quote is he came in looking for his mama, but he found his daddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh that was that was a that was a good day. Yeah, yeah. That was a fun, fun video. <laughs> I was actually shocked when I watched that video back and you put that part in. I was like, oh, had, to. had to. Had to. Had <laughs> to. Oh, man. Um, Matt, Wald Matt Waldrip says, uh, Trevor, floss and brush in the backcountry or just brush? You tell him, Trent. You should probably do zero to save weight. <laughs> you know exactly what I do. Oh man, no, he uh, Trevor brings brings the heat when it comes to tooth. Oh my goodness, see that's what we got. Going on. <laughs> Austin, do you have one of those handy, like right in front of you right now? <laughs> I burn I just feel it like off, Trent. Important. When I get when my teeth get too bad, I just kind of just kind of burn them off. 
Good yeah. call. And then wash well, it down right. with some PVR. And then I wash it down with a little PVR. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Matt, I'm Trevor sure, brings I'm it sure all. tooth bacteria is terrified of you, Oz. <laughs> yeah. Oh, goodness. Hey, I brush my teeth once a day just like everybody else, okay? Yeah, the bad boy. Not everybody I only mean, brushes I mean once a day. My gosh. I mean twice. I mean twice. Yeah. <laughs> he brushes once a week just like everybody else, Trevor. Just yeah, like whether you need to or not, right, Trent? <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you don't need to. They're too clean. Most of the time you don't. Leslie Hollow says, Wyatt, what hunts do you look forward to going on in the future? Um, uh, I really kind of, I want to do an out-of-state rifle hunt pretty bad. Dad can't afford it. Well, I, or I'd like to draw. Uh, I'll go with you. Oregon, <laughs> Oregon youth uh, the interstate tag. I want to draw that one. Oh, I want you to draw that so bad. You and every youth person in Oregon. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it'd be. Oh, man. Somebody's got to draw it. Yeah. If uh, your dad lets you skip school, you let me know why. Okay. Let's just yeah. pump the brakes on that, okay? Keep those, keep those grades up. We got this. There's no more school anymore. You can do whatever you want. Austin, oh, there's school, Austin. Way to influence. Nice job, bud. Way to go, <laughs> Uncle. Yeah, good idea. <laughs> All, wow. Those are yeah. the things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can't wait till Ford's in school. I'm going to say, nope, nope. Your dad said it's okay. We can take it. Yeah, you're fine. Hey, I didn't go to college and check me out. I'm cool. <laughs> A lot of people go to college for eight years. <laughs> yeah, they're called doctors. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, one more. Here we go. Uh, Karen Hargraves. Yeah, no. Here, here I've we just go. been holding out for a management position. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Eddie. He hasn't Uncle been able Eddie. to find a job for six years. He's been holding out for management position. That is true, too. Karen Hargrave yeah. says, who decided it and when did Born and Raised get started? Trevor, take it away. Uh, uh, 2007. Trent and I had a phone conversation about some ideas. We back in the day, um, we're talking almost 15 years ago, right? Um, you flipped on the Outdoor Channel, and what it was was some guy hunting on a farm, sitting on a tree stand, shooting an animal, and then sitting behind it, telling him about what sponsor helped him kill it and what ranch he was on. And we were just like, man, that's not the way we like visualized hunting and growing up and everything and so we wanted to try to portray like what real hunting was to us and so we had a conversation and that led to calling Cody and on a conference call and then uh, Ty got involved and next thing you know that year I took out a student loan from dental school and spent $3,500 of it uh, on a Canon GL2 camera and uh, we bought it, learned how to literally turn it on about two weeks before season and went out hunting with it the, and dedicated ourselves to hunting the entire year of uh, 2007, September. And I remember we did not have any luck for the first three, three and a half weeks, three weeks. Was and tough. then... I believe it was the last week of season, day 20-something, out of a 30-day season, we killed one. On a Monday evening, I, I believe Cody Cody killed that one. And it was a big, big moment for us. And, uh, and then season ended that following Sunday, so we killed one Monday. We had a couple days where we didn't have any luck, and then we killed one friday saturday and sunday ty killed one friday um and then um 
Trent killed one Saturday and then I killed one Sunday or something like that. So, and that's how it started. And we were tagged out and that's where tagged out was born. That's where the DVD came from. And that's where, when you see the shirts and hats that we have that say tagged out, that was the inspiration for that. And that's kind of how born and raised was birthed. We learned in the mountains on how to film Uh, Cody figured out how to edit and then he passed down all those things to Trent uh, for editing and uh, we've literally just kind of worked at it and that's what's brought us to 2020 that's awesome so it was cool absolutely um all right last one this is a great one too uh Brandon Hartstock says uh yeah Brandon Hardstock. Sorry. Anyway, he says, Daryl, you did a fine job with these boys. Question for dad. What is the biggest change in hunting equipment, beneficial or not, that has changed over the years? Oh, man. There's several. I, the bows I are say, way better. I would say those uh, crispy boots are one that I just, I let, if your feet hurt, you're miserable. Yep. Um, packs, I mean, I could name three or four. Um, well, when we first started, 40-yard shot with your bows was a really long shot, right? And I remember you guys had those metal pins. Oh, you yeah. have like two or three no pins, metal pins. Dad's first bow didn't even have any lead yeah. compound. Yeah. Like a cannon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to hold that big bag. To... I shot yeah. the first compound I had. I shot it without any release for probably four years. I never, I just used um, a finger tab and, um, when I started to go to a release, I'm, it was almost like you're cheating, you know. I'm, when I first started, I shot a release with no sights, with no pins. Yeah. Uh, instinctive. So I was exactly backwards from that. I, I felt like I could even, I don't, it didn't really make much difference on the sights, but over time, judge and distance, the sights help. But I mean, if you shot in, instinctive enough that you just pulled up and just held her and let her fly, you know? Yeah. Copy. So, I mean, gotta, go ahead. Just got to shoot a lot for the instinctive to be second nature. Yeah. 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 And, I, and I think, I, I think the answer to the question is everything has changed so much over the years, uh, whether it be from your footwear clear to the bow that you're using clear to the camo that you're wearing as far as fabric wise to the pack that you're, I mean, everything changed so much, but at the end of the day, you still got to get the animal dead. <laughs> and That's and the end, end of the day, you don't need all that expensive stuff. If you yep. get out there and practice with something and you feel confident and you shoot a good group, you don't have to spend a thousand dollars. I mean, you can, I just assume you get out there, just go. Yep, absolutely. That's a good call. Absolutely. Well, we've been, we've been hitting this for an hour now. Um, closing statements, closing statements. I'll, uh, let's, uh, let's start with, uh, let's start with Trevor. I'm the best looking in the family. Okay. All right. Let's move, let's move right on. Let's move right on from that. Austin. Wow. Austin. Wow. I don't wow. even know how to. I don't even know how to follow that. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I went for it. That's why I went for it. I looked at my hair and I'm like, that looks like vanilla ice. Yeah. Okay. If I got. I got my first hair hat on. If that's where you hang your hat, that's that's it. Yep. That's pretty sad. Austin, go my ahead. wife says my my wife says I have a great personality, so get some of that. Go to washing machine. So do I. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh, hey geez. Austin, Congrats. your turn. Congrats. Go ahead. What do you want to say to Throat Punch Nation and uh, anybody I that's watching? 
you know, maybe maybe I get back out there. Maybe I'll throw it up there. I'm not sure. I'm thinking about hitting it hard, just trying it again and um, making some videos. And uh, I'm living here on the lake right now, and we're kind of doing a garden and trying to kind of do the little self-sufficient thing a little bit maybe. So I don't know. Oh, we might, you going, might you going to go something. solar? It's a huge, no, huge I mean, we have huge power. Industry. <laughs> we have power, but oh, we uh, oh yeah, just, we need satellite, doing... Trevor. Come on, <laughs> come on. I we're trying to be self-sufficient. Of hit... course, we need our three hundred channels. <laughs> hey, Trevor, I won't. I won't take a job unless I can watch Netflix when I'm there. Okay, so I'm just saying. Yeah, just like where's the cardboard for me to hang in the windows of this thing? Yeah. Hey, you know, ask an operator out there. Everyone's gonna say the same thing. I'm not the bad guy. All right. <laughs> don't kill the messenger. No. no. Yeah. Don't do it. No. Oh. Copy that. I just want to say that it's just been a. It's been so awesome for to get all of us in the same place at the same time. It's been, it's been a pretty special moment for me, definitely. But uh, dad, I'd love it if you ended this off with uh, just some just some words and stuff like that um, to cap this thing off. I would, I would really appreciate it. Well, Trent, I was told by a couple of real um, reliable sources, I look a lot like Russell Crowe. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. No, I, you can't fault them for had, that. Yeah. If no. I had a couple um, real strong words, I just, everyone just, it's some trying times right now. And just, you just got to hang in there and um, keep the faith. I think that's the main thing is um, don't give up. God's always out there. He's knocking on that door. And you sometimes you can't hear him unless you really listen. And that's probably all I can say about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for joining us tonight. Uh, this has been another memorable one. So um, I just really appreciate everybody waiting with their questions. And um, thanks, brothers and dad. Love you guys. And uh, right. we'll see you later. Love Good you night. guys. Bye.